your life. Oh Jesus, recover, baba, baba, na shadare. Ribaba na dene siyatarodege. Recover, baba, na satare, baba. Ride ne siyante reke be 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 ne. Senderi ya baba, 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 baba. Reke be 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 ne senderi de reke be. Oh Jesus. Some lives have been touched. Some lives are being touched by Jesus today. Some lives are being touched by Jesus today. The mighty hand of God and His presence is here in our midst. Father, we thank you. We thank you, and we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for healing our people and bringing victory in our church. Thank you for all that you're about to do. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' matchless name, we pray. Amen. 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 Please be seated in God's presence. Please be seated. We serve an awesome God. We serve a matchless, wonder-working, wonderful Jesus. And it's our privilege every Sunday as we gather in the house of God. It's our privilege to worship this God. Wonderful God. Hallelujah. In all through last week, many of us in, in our in our jobs, in our schools, in our colleges, wherever we were, we might have faced troubles, we might have faced problems. Some of our family members are, have been going through situations and tough times. Or maybe your loved ones or people that you know did not make it to the end of this week. But how faithful of a God that we serve, even though there were troubles and situations that was around us that, that totally could have taken our lives away. But we trust in a God who made sure that every breath that we have is a gift from God Almighty. And as we realize that and as we are gathered in His house today, this morning, as we worship Jesus in His house, we can say, God, I thank you. I thank you for the very breath in my nostrils that you have given. I thank you, Lord, for sustaining my life. I thank you, Jesus. For protecting and being with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Some of our parents are enjoying today because graduation uh, is almost done with most of our students. We had almost 10 of our students who graduated last entire week and there were so much parties that was going on and uh, graduation fellowships and prayer and we have more fellowships happening from tonight. Uh, we are privileged to have all of these young ones who are graduating we continue to pray that the Lord will guide them. The Lord will continue to take care of every need of their life as they continue to work hard in God's vineyard. This morning, I want to I wanna title my message as Feed Your Dream. Feed Your Dream. It's very important that we feed our dream. In every day of our life, we are continuously feeding our lives. We are continuously feeding our lives every day. If you don't feed an animal, that animal might die. If you have a pet in your house, you got to feed your pet. If not, uh, you, know, you know, two or three days or maybe end of that day, that, that animal, that pet that you have, the beloved pet that you have might die. A squirrel, if it is, you know, kept in a room and the room is closed and you are not feeding it, that squirrel might die. Only some of us would understand why I meant to say the squirrel here. 
But if you don't feed whatever you have, that particular thing might die. It's very important as a person, of, as a child of God, it's very important that we feed our dream. Bishop Jakes, he said this, if you feed your dreams, your dreams will feed you. Come on, that's, that's powerful. If you feed your dreams, your dreams will feed you. Moments of life when you are going through famine, times when you, everything is so against you and people are against you, your dreams will have the potential to feed you if you have taken care and nurtured your dream at the drought, at the times when you were at presence of God Almighty. And this morning I want to title my message by prophetically, I want to emphasize by saying that feed your dream. We are looking and studying from the life of Joseph. Joseph was a man after God's heart, I believe. He was a faithful person. He was a person with full of integrity towards what God has placed in his life. Wherever God placed Joseph, he was faithful. He was faithful. And throughout the scriptures, one thing that stands out from the life of Joseph is his faithfulness. His faithfulness. Wherever God placed him, God blessed him because of his faithfulness. He was a faithful person in the sight of God. Let's read a scripture portion, Genesis chapter 39. And as we are reading this, as we are reading this, you know, we might read it uh, by saying the Lord was with Joseph and he prospered. But I want you to take your name in Joseph's name. I want you to add your name there as you are believing it by saying that the Lord was with Justin. The Lord was with Pastor Sam. The Lord was with every individual here. And if the Lord is with you, you will prosper. And that's the key ingredient that we see in the connection of God with your dream. Let's read Genesis chapter 39 verse 2 and 3. The Lord was with Joseph and he prospered and he lived in the house of the Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found favor in his eyes. And he became his attendant. What a powerful word by, you know, when, when the writer of Genesis is, is addressing the life of Joseph here. He's saying that the Lord was with Joseph. And there are many other scriptures that I see in the life of Joseph where the writer has carefully made sure to put it that the Lord was with Joseph. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord was with Joseph. And today I want to ask our dear fellow brothers and sisters in our church, make sure the Lord is with you. If the Lord is with you, nobody else can ever be against you. If the Lord is with you, you have victory. If the Lord is with you, you have victory. If the Lord is with you, you have prosperity. If the Lord is with you, you will have and you will have everything that you need. If the Lord is with you. Make sure that the Lord is with you today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When I was reading the scriptures, I was like, God, I want you in my life all the days of my life. And that's my prayer. God, I want your presence to lead me. I want you with me. Because Bible said the Lord was with Joseph. What made Joseph to have God all the time with him? What was that one thing? I, I'm trying to look into this portion. What is that one thing that attracted God to Joseph's life? 
in as we read Joseph's life, we have to understand the life of Joseph. Joseph is he 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 is an attractive person. He is he he attracts everybody. He is an he is handsome. Bible says he's handsome. He's well built. He's attractive. He's good looking. But at the same time, you know, as we read through those portions, we have to know that Joseph had this potential or this charisma that he easily attracted people towards himself. He easily, wherever you go, wherever you put him, you put him in the prison, you put him in the pit, you put him in the jungle, you put him wherever it is. But Joseph will make sure that people are always attracted. He's like a magnet. He's like a magnet. He always attracts people. Sometimes it was, it turned out to be bad for him. But he stood his ground. He stood his ground that he did not allow anybody else's thought process to dictate his life. He knew one thing, if the Lord is with me, prosperity and everything else will follow me. I don't have to follow it, but I will follow my Savior. I will follow my Lord. And I, and I, and I, as long as I follow my Savior, everything else that I need will follow me. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything else that you need will follow. You don't have to go behind it. You don't have to look for it. All that you have to do is look for the presence of God Almighty. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Lord was with Joseph and he prospered. He prospered. Praise the Lord. Verse 3 says, when his master saw that the Lord gave him success. In all through Joseph's account of life in, in Genesis chapter 37, 30, in 39, and all these portions here, when we look into that, when we read carefully, we look into portions where the writer of Genesis has made it very carefully, as he was penning down these, these scriptures, he has very carefully written that, that the Lord saw Joseph, Jacob saw Joseph, his brother saw Joseph. Potiphar saw Joseph. Potiphar's wife saw. There is something different when people look into the life of Joseph that they are just captivated at the sight of Joseph. They, when they look at Joseph's life, there is something different about this guy. There is something different about this guy. And that's why I believe that verse 2 here says that the Lord, if something is different from him, I believe it is the only, the, the only reason, if anything, is different in his life is because of the Lord Almighty being with him all the time. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. People saw him. And when I was reading those scriptures, you know, I was just looking into and I was just underlining when the master saw him, when the centurion saw him, when the guard saw him, when the when Pharaoh saw him. There is something different when people look into the life of Joseph. He is blemish. There is nothing that we can question about in the life of Joseph. And that is why the Lord prospered his life. Do we have family members here who are ready to take Jesus with you? If you are, prosperity in all levels of your life will follow you. Don't get me wrong. I'm not preaching a prosperity message. When I'm using the word prosperity, I'm just using it by saying everything that you need to live and sustain your life in this earth. 
It could be small or big. It could be your education or your employment. It could be whatever thing that you need in your life. You will be prospered if you have Jesus. If you have God with you. Hallelujah. In the Yehovah Kure Ondangi. Namada Jeevatul Anigraham. Yehovah Ilatul Anigraham. Anigraham Allah. Praise the Lord. And that is the difference between us and many others who are driving right now on Arapaho Road. That's the difference between us and many others in Richardson area today. Because we are gathered here knowing the Lord is with us. We are gathered here by knowing the Lord is with Zion. We are gathered here by knowing the Lord is with each of us here. And if the Lord is with us, oh Jesus, if the Lord is with us, we will have prosperity. I want to add a line here by looking into all of our graduated students that graduated yesterday and last entire week. Make sure that you have your certificate of your 12th grade or in your hand. Make sure that you continue to have the Lord with you. If you have, everything else will be added to your life. Prosperity in your education will come only and only if you have Jesus with you. Value the presence of God. Value the presence of God. The first thing that I want to share was value the presence of God. With God's presence. My message is about feeding your dream. The number one thing that you can feed your dream with is with His presence. With God's presence. What is God's presence, my friends? Is it that 30-minute worship that we, we, we are forced to have? His presence is all through our life. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. You cannot hide from the presence of God Almighty. It surrounds the entire universe. It's everywhere. You have to feed your dream with God's presence. I don't want to go into details of what the presence of God might look like. I, I, I'm pretty sure that all of us understands what His presence looks like. If you have in your mind that you know two, two hours of worship on a Sunday morning in a week is, is God's presence, I'm sorry, you're wrong. That's not it. It's just part of it. But His presence is part of your life. And it should be part of your life every day. 24 bar 7, 365 or 66 days of your life. God's presence must be part of your life. And if you are feeding your dreams with God's presence, oh, the Lord was with Joseph and he prospered. The Lord was with Zion and Zion prospered. The Lord was with every individual and every individual prospered. Father, I pray by your spirit in Jesus' name that your presence will continuously dwell in the life of our people. I pray, O oh Lord, that your presence will impact the life and the situations of our people, no matter where they are, and you will continue to prosper their life. Father, I pray and we long for your presence. With God's presence. With God's presence. Where are we folks today? Are we away from His presence? 
if you are, come back to His presence. Come back to His presence. Come on, church. Get back to His presence. Can I add one more thing here? We have a seven days fasting prayer coming. If you are someone you know by yourself that you have not yet able to recharge yourself, I'm asking you, try to be with us on our seven days fasting and prayer. I believe every church will grow with fasting and prayer. There are certain things that we have to get hold of by power. The work of the devil, we have to hold it by power. By force, we have to take down his kingdom. And I believe fasting and prayer will help our church, our families to take down the strongholds of the devil. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Jesus. It's a time that the Lord is moving. When the Lord is moving, make sure you are present in his presence. Joseph was prosper because of God's presence, with God's presence. God's presence followed Joseph wherever he went, in the pit, in the prison, in the palace, wherever Joseph was, the presence was just following. Or I would say that he created an atmosphere when God's presence or God's presence could be with him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You got to create an atmosphere to, to, to host the presence. Of, and if you're inviting a guest, if you're inviting a guest, you will create the atmosphere to host your guest. Is it true? Praise the Lord. Come on church, talk to me this morning. Is it true? If you're hosting a guest, you will make sure, you know, when we host our guests in our homes, uh, in, our, in, our, in our house, you know, we make sure everything that Josiah might have put down, all the, the crumbs of the, you know, everything, you know, we, we sweep it, we vacuum, we make sure that nothing of Bella's fur is in the house. We make sure that the house is so clean so that, you know, we don't know who comes inside and how they will react to it. And we make sure that in the house is well kept so that when we are hosting someone, if we can do that, how about when you are hosting the presence of this wonderful God? How have you kept your inner beings? How have you kept yourself this morning? Hosting the presence of God with God's presence. Number one thing that I want to share is feed your dreams with His presence. In, 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 you, when you feed your dreams, your fears will starve. And, and this quote is not mine, you know, well, two years ago when I was in Arizona, I was, I was, I was driving by another uh, Presbyterian church and outside the church there was a huge board, signboard that was written, feed your dreams and your fears will starve. How true it is. How true it is. Some of us are, are holding ourselves back because of the fears that we have about our dreams, the fears that has captivated us in all, our, in all our generation as we are doing this life, as we are approaching, as we are looking forward of, of accomplishing our dreams. But our fears are holding us back. But by God's word says, if you could feed your dreams, your fears will starve to death. And today we have to starve Everything that is not from God in our life, we have to starve it out. Some of us are feeding that Koti Pishash. Some of us are feeding that devil. Some of us are feeding and giving him all that good biryani and chicken kebab and that, you know, and the, and the delicious food. He is enjoying our company and he doesn't want to leave you at all. 
But if only if you could starve him, your dreams will take flight. Your dreams will be accomplished. What are the dreams that you're holding for your life? Some of our graduating class, if I ask you, you might have a lot of dreams about your life. You have graduated, you have, you, you have finished your 12th grade, you have your degrees in your hands, and you might be thinking that I am ready to take on the world. But make sure you're continuously feeding your dream. I know mo many of our students this year, you're going to Lubbock. At least five to six years, six of our students are going to Lubbock. You're quite far away from our church, our family members. But I'm asking you, this could be a personal conversation, but in the church I'm asking you, make sure you're continuously feeding your dream with His presence. Join a Bible-believing Pentecostal church. Make sure you're there. It could be very easy. Nobody's going to push you. Nobody's going to push you. But you have to feed your dream. If your dreams have to come true, you have to push yourself. Come on, somebody. Am I talking sense to our church this morning? You have to feed your dream. And only if you feed your dreams, your fears will start. Oh, Jesus. Number two that I want to share is Genesis chapter 39, verse 20 to 23, we look to a portion where again, Joseph, Joseph's master took him to prisons because of the different things that had happened. I will share that little down. Uh, uh, but we see again, the Lord was with him in verse 21 and granted him favor. How true, how true. When we have the favor of when we have the presence of God, we will also have favor from everybody. Are you waiting for certain applications to be processed in your life? Make sure you're dwelling in the presence of God. If you are, then you will have favor from the local authorities. You will have favor from people. If you have favor from God, you will, He will make sure that you will have favor from people as well. As we do our life here, we got to have favor in our school system. We got to have favor from our authority. We got to have favor in our employments. We got to have favor from people around us. We got to have favor when we live in this world. But make sure you are not seeking or doing anything to gain favor from this person. You're doing everything to gain his presence. With his presence comes their favor. Wherever God put Joseph, he had favor. Number two that I want to share here is you got to feed your dreams with righteousness. Joseph's life was a righteous life. And last week as in, I introduced the series to you, I mentioned to you that the life of Joseph runs parallel or it's a shadow of the life of Jesus himself. Jesus' life had no blemish. He, he, was, he had no, nothing sinful, nothing wrong in the life, no spots in his 33 and a half years of life that he had on this earth. He had no spot on his life. He was righteous. And the same thing could be said about the life of Joseph. The life of Joseph was a righteous life. If you want to see your dreams to take flight in your life, make sure you have a righteous life. A righteous life will give flight to your dreams. Will make sure. Come on, somebody. 
So I'm talking this message out loud to our church, entire people. I'm asking you, God is expecting a righteous life. Bible says in the tents of righteous people, there's always shouts of joy. Are you righteous? Am I talking to a righteous church today? Hey, hey, we are not righteous by our own means. We are not righteous because of our own strength and potential. We are righteous because of the grace of Jesus Christ. He has made us righteous in His image. In the works that He has done, He has made us righteous and He has counted it for His glory. Genesis chapter 39 verses 7 to 15 talks to us an important scripture portion here and we all know that part we all know what happened when Potiphar's wife looked at Joseph I'm just going to read quickly from that scripture here verse 7 says after a while his master's wife took notice of Joseph and said come to bed with me verse 8 says but he refused Verse 9 says, no one is greater in this house. Your, your husband has given everything to me, but except you. Verse 10 again, the lady is pursuing Joseph and says that, and though she spoke to Joseph day after day, he refused to go to bed with her. You know, temptation and sinful desires, it's everywhere. It comes and knocks at your door once. You may think it is gone. But if you, you, you stay there long enough, it will capture you. It will destroy you. She kept on knocking at his door. She kept on knocking. She kept on approaching him. She kept on pursuing after. But Bible says that he refused. And Bible says in verse 10, he continued to refuse her demands. He continued to refuse. Nobody would have known. We all know the story, but I'm not going into the explanation of that story. What I'm trying to say is he made sure that he was counter-righteous in the sight of God Almighty. Character is defined when nobody is watching you. What are you when nobody's around you? You are what you are when you are all by yourself. Now folks, just look to yourself and know and understand what are you? What are you? Joseph counted the righteousness of God Almighty in his life. And he made sure that he refused, he refused, and he refused. Psalm 1, verse 1 to 3 is a scripture that I want to close today. It says, blessed is the one who does not walk in the step with the wicked or stand in the way of sinners, take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. Verse 3 is so interesting. It says, that person, who is that person? You are that person, Zion, today. Every individual here, you are that person. You would say, that person is like a tree planted by the streams of water, which is yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither whatever they do shall prosper feed your dreams today count on his presence oh Jesus be a righteous person and this blessing the blessing of Sam 1 verse 1 to 3 is all yours Bible says whatever they do 
I am going to prophetically express this message onto our life by saying that most of us and everybody here, we are not righteous by our own means. We are righteous. We are counter-righteous because what Jesus has done and because of His grace and because of what He has expressed on that cross. And today I want to declare in the life of our people that whatever you do will prosper. Your business will prosper. Your education will prosper. Your family life will prosper. Your children will prosper. Your old age will prosper. Whatever you do will prosper because you are planted at the streams of heaven. Father, I pray. I pray, O oh Lord. I pray that as our people are planted by the streams of heaven. I pray, O oh Lord. As they are continuously feeding their dreams by being planted by these streams. I pray, O oh Lord, that you will prosper them in everything they do in their life. And I pray that you will help them to keep themselves away and guard their dreams. We look into the life of Joseph. We understand from the very beginning you were with him. You turned him, Father, from rags to riches, from from poverty to palace, from prison to palace. You were with him, O oh Lord. You were with him, O oh Lord. You were with him, O oh Lord. We understand it was because he hosted your presence. He was continuously looking for your presence. And also because he kept his life very integrity, with integrity. And he was righteous at your side. Father, we pray. We pray that you will bless our people in everything they do. Thank you. And thank you. And thank you. In Jesus' master's name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.